0: Hello everyone, today's episode is brought to you by two sponsors. That's right, not one, but two. That's more than one. I know. First, as always, undies, y'all put them on your body. Hell yeah. undies. even though it's in the name, they're not just for me. They're not just for Krendor, they're for you too. The only Underoos I wear What are undies? I thought they were only for me. No, they're for me.
1: Oh, uh, God. You know what? That's fine, yeah. I can share.
0: Uh, yeah, so can I I can share too Which is why we're letting you in on the secret Best underwear you'll put on your body Hands down We'll get into that Also, for Hems It's a wellness brand We're gonna talk about Getting healthy with yourself I know, Crendor, you need to get healthy with yourself I need to get very healthy with myself Yeah, you That yogurt's not cutting for you, man It's not I gotta step up my game You gotta step it up And so we'll talk about that as well Now let's jump into the podcast woo <laughs> Everybody, it's time for Cox and Crendor in the morning. In the morning. Broadcasting <laughs> right, live, 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 live. In a <laughs> recording studio,
1: recording.
0: Wake your ass up, and Crendor in the morning. in the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cox and Crendor in the morning. Oh,
1: that's a so weird... You're like... Normally you're like, welcome to Cox and Credor in the morning. You're just like, welcome to Cox and Credor in the morning. Today we're going to be discussing NPR and the various issues in the environment.
0: Today we're discussing the political nature of the sub-Saharan African region and the implications on world politics and environmental science. With me, as always, is Dr. C. Endor.
1: Hello, thank you for having me. Yes.
0: So how do you feel about... Oranges, doctor.
1: Oranges are one of the most nutritious and vitamin-enriched foods you can digest into your body. And one of the things I love about oranges is that not only the color, which is a vibrant, powerful orange color, hence the name orange, it's just the ability to give you that citrusy blast of energy that's packed into that small sphere.
0: Now, is that a scientific term, uh, citrusy blast? <laughs>
1: uh, it's a starburst term, I think. I think I,
0: I, think I, I think I saw an adult film called that once. Huh. I would love Citru- to see
1: an <laughs> <laughs> adult film.
0: It was a it dude dressed up like an orange. It was weird. It's, it's, that's my fetish. I would still love to see that adult people film. Dress, people dressing up like fruit. <laughs> what Jesus a weird Christ. movie that would be. Uh, people just dressed up like fruit. <laughs>
1: Just any movie in general it doesn't even have to be an adult film.
0: <laughs> it's like the Fruit of the Loom guys.
1: It'd be like a David Lynch film. Everyone's just dressed as different fruit, and they're just like, yep. "Hello, Deborah, how are you?" It's like, "I am fine, Mark." And they're just like standing there. Yeah, they don't address that and an apple. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah,
0: they don't address it because it's normal to
1: them. Holy shit! I want to. That needs to get made.
0: That does not need to be made. <laughs> don't make that. Please <laughs> that make, make it. Is... Unless they end up doing it at the end, in which case, well, awesome. All right. Approved. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hi. Hello. Uh, you're back. You you exist. I'm back, How are you doing? Man.
1: I have been on a journey.
0: Yeah, tell uh, people what happened to you because not many pe- I don't know how many people are aware of the trials and tribulations you've been through.
1: I think if you've watched my stream, you probably know because I talked about it a lot. You do. May- you invade
0: other people's streams and yeah. break up. More information than I ever wanted to know about yourself.
1: I got nothing else to do. I might as well invade other people's streams.
0: I guess that's true.
1: So, uh, what happened was about, let's go back all the way two years ago. I started getting some stomach troubles, all right? It was like just some irritation, some gastritis, some pain. And so I go to the doctor and they're like, all right, well, let's do some uh, blood tests. And they're like, your B12's kind of low. Let's do an endoscopy check if you got any, like, uh, celiac. Uh, stomach issue. Like they check you for everything. You're like, all right. Sure, sure. So they stick a tube down your throat and uh look around your stomach and they're like, You got mild gastritis, but uh nothing too crazy And then he was like, You know what? I bet it's your gallbladder And I was like, Okay And then they did all these tests and they're like, You have a gallstone And so the doctor was like, Well, some people are fine with a gallstone, you know, you just kinda you live with it. Like a lot of people and like I think it was like 30% of people are going to get a gallstone, like, out of all people. So he was like, hey, you can, you can live with it. Um, what does like, that
0: mean? How do, you, how do you live with it? What, is that, what does it do to you? I don't know these things.
1: So let me tell you about the gallbladder, because I've learned a lot about
0: <laughs> Please do. Educate
1: us. Uh, what happens is your body creates bile. Bile helps digest foods and especially fats. And so if you eat a fatty meal... Your gallbladder helps to store the bile. That's all it does. It's an organ that has bile in it, and whenever you eat some fatty food, it's like, and it squirts out the bile, and it helps you digest it. Uh, When you have a gallstone, what can happen is the stone can block the bile duct from doing that, and it creates insane amounts of pain. And uh, it also can make you die. Question. Yes.
0: How does the stone form?
1: Uh, it just slowly, like, I think it was, like, slowly calcifies over time. Like, you just get all this bile, and it just kind of forms. It's like a kidney stone. How You can get kidney stones. Your body just makes stones, man. It's weird. Uh, and so, some people have, like, a bunch of stones. It could also be genetic, because I had my, my grandma and my aunt both had gallstones, so I think it might just be Genetic. Uh, Okay, and they, the doctor actually had a thing where they're like, we call it the four F's. It's either fat. They said fat people that lose a lot of weight very quickly tend to get gallstones. Okay. Uh, female, females tend to get more gallstones. Uh,
0: (laughs) all right. So, so you went from like, he went fat to 50% of the population of the earth. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's the 4 F
1: They said the doctors call it the 4Fs. Then there's fertile. Right, 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 right. Fertile, so pregnant women tend to get gallstones. Uh, and 40, which means if you're over 40, you tend to get a gallstone, which oh me. Oh, my God.
0: If, so if you're overweight, yeah. pregnant, a woman, and over 40, you're basically just you a giant yeah, oh you, you probably got God. one. Yeah. You probably okay. got one at this point. Okay.
1: Um, so I was like, wow, I'm none of those things. And he is like, well. Uh, the, the last one was just like genetics. He's like, it's not part of the Fs, but genetics can be part of it. (laughs) The four Fs and G. (laughs) Yep. And I was like, all right, well, okay. Um, which it's probably also contributed to my diet, which was growing up a lot of fatty things and eating out and, uh, you know that. So it makes your gallbladder work harder essentially. And it kind of probably just formed over that period of time. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, So I was like, all right. Well, I lived with it for about a year and a bit. Occasionally, I'd eat something and be like, oh, I'm kind of queasy. Or like, it kind of feels weird there. But it was like, it would go away in like two or three days. And I was like, whatever. Some people get crazy pain attacks, like 10 out of 10 on the pain scale. Uh, That's usually when it's blocked, though. So about December of this year, I had eggnog. And if you don't know
0: <laughs> if you don't know what eggnog that's is. That's already trouble. That's already trouble.
1: Imagine you just took eggs, heavy cream and butter and alcohol. Just mixed it up. There you go. That's eggnog. And that is very anti-gallbladder and body friendly. And so, after I drank that, I was like and it hurt. And it wasn't bad, but it was like that feels like where my gallbladder is. And I was like, "Okay, and then I was like, maybe it was a one-time thing, so I tried it again the next day, oh my and it God. was not a one-time thing. Okay, exact same pain. I like how
0: you're like, eh, that, that horrible pain <laughs> I felt probably isn't gonna happen again. And then you went you <laughs> do the exact same thing. Yeah, you're I a did wild the exact man. same thing.
1: So that really irritated it to the point where normally it'd go away after a few days. This didn't go away. This was every day, and I was like, that's not good. So every day I'd just be like. Ugh. And I just, it made doing things kind of difficult. It, was, it wasn't even pain. It was just kind of queasy and then kind of irritated. It's like having a rock in your shoe constantly. And you're just like, right. uh, uh. So I go see the doctor again. They do another ultrasound. They're like, you have uh, one gallstone still, but that shit can mess you up. And I was like, all right. And they're like, you should probably get it out. And I was like, okay, I'll get it out now. I think it's time. So I get, uh, I had an Eastern European surgeon. He's this, like, old Eastern European man. He's like, I have done many gallbladder surgery. This is easy. I do many. I've done it 40 years. 40 years. Tell you what, though. Many experience does not matter if gallbladder inflamed. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, And he's oh, like, okay. if gallbladder inflamed, we cut you open and have to get it out that way. Difficult procedure. But if gallbladder not inflamed, we do minimally invasive laparoscopic surgery. Three cuts, one little thing, you go home. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds good. So he's like, no fat, no fat. So I didn't eat any fat. Uh, but
0: How, he- like, what was, what was the process?
1: Oh, my God, I almost forgot. So about a week before my surgery, I was like, this is like the day before I even saw the surgeon. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I've been eating uh, healthy for a while. I'm going to eat a cheeseburger. And I got oh, cheese curds. Boy. And I got fries. And the next day, my pancreas hurt. And I don't know if you've ever had pancreas pain, but that is one of the least fun pains I think I've ever experienced.
0: I, I feel like I feel like the type of pain you're talking about is like an orgasm. You know if you have it.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, you know. You're
0: very aware. The people are like, I think I had an orgasm. No, no, no. You be aware. <laughs> it is. You would know. Much like this pain. Yeah. you would, I have never had that type of pain. I, I don't think so.
1: I woke up from that day. So, another thing that can irritate your gallbladder and digestive system and pancreas is if you only eat one meal a day. And that's all I did. I ate that one fatty meal that whole day and nothing else. And I woke up the next day and I ate a banana and I thought I had like the worst heartburn of my life. And I was just like, "Oh," and I like laid on the floor. And I was like, "Uh, and then it slowly went away over the next couple of days. And then I read about it online and they were like, gallstones can block the bile duct enough to where uh, the pancreas tries to release enzymes, but it can't get through because the stone's blocking it. And so it just gets sent back to the pancreas and then it irritates the pancreas. So the gallstone starts just, it starts goofing with you pretty hard. Mm. And so I was like, all right, well, thank God I'm getting this out in a week. And so I just, I ate low fat. I ate like five meals a day. I was like, all right, let's do it. I lost like 10 pounds, but I was like, I don't even care. No pain, no game. Uh, And then, you know, surgery day. I'm like, all right. You wash yourself with some stuff. It's like super, super soap. They give you like super soap to clean with. Then you get to the doctor, the hospital, and then you super scrub yourself with these other things so you don't get infected. I'm like... Alright.
0: Super Soap. <laughs> I'm, I wish they sold that <laughs> all the time.
1: They actually do. You can buy it at anywhere.
0: What's it called? Hold on. Uh, what is Super Soap?
1: It's Hyba uh, Cleanse, I believe.
0: Hyba Cleanse? Yeah, Hyba Cleanse. So can I get it on Amazon?
1: Uh, Probably. You can get it at like Walmart. You get a Target. Really? Walgreens. Wherever you go. Oh
0: it's, my god, it is a thing. Hyba Cleanse.
1: Yeah, it's like a super antiseptic cleaner. So I feel much...
0: like after a while, though, wouldn't...
1: Well, yeah, you don't want to use it all the time. All the time,
0: because the then it wouldn't, it wouldn't do anything.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's just the type of thing where you use it like once or twice to really clean yourself and then don't use it again.
0: Wow, it is... What... They have information on the back. Yeah. Hand-washing lessens odds of infection. Of those who have had surgery before, 48% don't believe they should wash their own hands or body in preparation <laughs> for surgery. Those people are idiots. One and three didn't realize they and their caregiver could continue washing with antibacterial soap once they got home. So basically, this is like a bring it to your home after you have a surgery kind of deal.
1: Yeah. So it's like you right. it before you well, surgery. It. So okay. yeah, that's all it really is. So I was like, all right. So I wash myself with that. Then I scrub yourself down. Then I'm like, all right, you get in your bed, you wait. Uh, and the anesthesia dude comes in and he's, or no, the nurse comes in there. It's like you're allergic to anything. They check your vitals and whatever. You're like, all right. An anesthesia guy comes in, and he's like, Yo, I'm gonna knock you out. And you're <laughs> like, All right, and he's like, I'm gonna give you some anti nausea stuff. I'm gonna give you uh, he's like, blah blah. And he's like, But uh, let's give you a sedative before uh, the surgery, help you calm down. And I was like, Sounds great to me. And then he gave me that. Were
0: you like, Were you stressed out, or did he, were you just no. like,
1: Yeah, man, hook me up? Yeah, I was just like, Whatever, <laughs> sounds good to me. And so I was just laying there. My mom and toaster woman were there, and I was just like, "All right." And then they gave me the sedative, and I don't remember anything after that. That's sedative. That's the best that way to have a shit. surgery. I remember put getting the gas mask thing on when they're like, "You're going in," but I don't remember anything before that. They're like, "I was like, did the surgeon ever come in?" And they're like, "Yeah, he came and talked to you," and they asked you questions. I was like, "I don't remember." anything <laughs> which was great so then you wake up and you're like whoa what the shit happened and you're it's like all right you're good and they're like you feeling good i'm like yeah i think i'm good like you want to go home like after all that? i'm like yeah i, think I can go home And they're like
0: all right cool i wish i wish i was there for the post-surgery <laughs> version of you because i know you would have been loopy well just loopy
1: you're not super cuz the they have phase 1 there's two phases to post surgery one is phase 1 where they don't let anyone but like nurses and doctors talk to you and then once you've like fully awakened up they're like all right now you move to like phase 2 which is like your family and whoever comes and talks to you or and then you're more awake but i was like all right whatever so they're like here's the thing before you go home you got to pee and i was like oh that's easy i can pee and so i started just drinking a bunch of water Here's what they don't tell you. It doesn't matter how much water you drink because your GI tract hasn't fully awoken yet. So even if your bladder is full, it, your body's just like, yeah, I haven't waken up from the anesthetic yet. But the, nobody told me that. So I was just pounding down so water. You like,
0: so you like couldn't go to the bathroom?
1: Yeah, so I just couldn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> can and I then... tell you
0: can I tell you something crazy? All right. All right. I didn't, I've never had a surgery like this where I where it's been yeah. a major I like, internal surgery. Now. But but one time I went to a party and they had like some really good pop brownies. Guys, right. don't, do drugs, don't but, do drugs. But you know, whatever. I'm I'm <laughs> old, I'm gonna die eventually, so I don't care. Right. Anyway. <laughs> so I was like, hell, I'm totally in. I went home that night and like had to take the biggest dump ever. <laughs> But my body was like, nah. This isn't gonna happen. And I was like, I just wanna go to the bathroom and nothing would happen. Like Damn. my body was like, mm, No, nah, dude, you're numb to everything. GI it did. It totally it like was like, Yeah, no, I'm taking the night off. I was like, Oh, oh this was a mistake. So yeah, lessons learned. That's, that's don't do drugs, kids.
1: So I was like, Why can't I pee Like it seems it seems obvious. And they were like, Well, some people are more like prone or susceptible to the anesthetic where it takes longer to wake up. Some people are just like, oh, woke up, I can pee, good to go. And they're like, you're probably just more sensitive to it. And I was like, all right, whatever. So they were like, oh, you had gallbladder done. That's not even a hernia. Normally hernia people have the most trouble. They're like, you'll be fine. You just go home. And I was like, okay. So I went home and about an hour later, my bladder started hurting and I oh, still God. couldn't pee. And I was like, I need to go back, because I can't pee. So we had to go back to the ER, and then uh, I had to get a catheter put in.
0: Oof. Oof. Now You did go through everything. Oh, my God.
1: Let me tell you about a catheter. It's a small little rubber tube thing, and they Uh shove it right down your ding-dong. Yep. Into your bladder. Yep. And so... Uh, The nurse was like, you're going to feel a lot of relief after this. And I was like, is it going to hurt? And she's like, I've done a lot of these. And I was like, oh, God, it's (laughs) going to hurt. That's not an
0: answer. Yeah. That's not an
1: answer. (laughs) So they're like breathing. And you're like, (gasps) and they just, and you're like, (gasps) it's about like four seconds of burning pain. But then you're good. And that just feels really weird. And then they're like, all right, you can go home. And so for like a day and a half, I had to carry around my pee bag. And your bladder just drains out the urine, and you realize how much you pee. There's a lot of urine.
0: I am terrified <laughs> that, like, I see those commercials on TV. They're like, you know, when I cath, <laughs> I like to have a clean entry, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, if that ever be, if that is where oh, my future awful. is, I drop me in the ocean, yeah. let the fish take me. I can't, I can't.
1: Oh, it's it's bad. I don't want it again. Never again. Uh, I'll If they're like, you got to pee, I'm like, oh, I'll pee. I'll pee. I'll <laughs> do it.
0: Punch me in the gut. <laughs> I will pee. Just I'll do whatever it takes.
1: So I'm like, all right. So I go home, watch the Olympics. Thank God the Olympics were on. It was just something always on. So I was just chilling watching that. And then the other pain that everybody talks about is the gas pain. And it's not just
0: like, oh, I ate some beans. This is where you would come into everyone's chat and be like, yo, I'm really gassy today. And we're just like, what?
1: Here's the thing. It's not like, oh, I ate some beans. I'm really gassy. It's like they pump you full of gas so they can work around inside you. So they legit inflate you like a balloon. And then they, like, get your organ out. And you slowly deflate. The problem is to deflate and get the gas out, you got to, like, move around, which it's hard to do after surgery. And then you got to, like, burp or fart it out. And I couldn't fart yet either because that's the last thing to wake up. <laughs> so your GI tract, not alone does it not let you pee, oh but it's like, eh, you got to wake up from that if you want to fart. And I'm like, come on, body. Just, just come on. <laughs> so you're sitting there. And like after a day and a half, like, it was like this two days later, I was like, the gas pains are getting pretty bad. Like on that pain scale where they're like, show your pain. It was up to like a seven. Like, I could barely even sleep. So I was like, I want to go back to the ER and see if they can do something. Because I'm not good right now. So I went back to the ER. They gave me morphine. Uh, Morphine didn't even do anything, honestly. It just made me kind of tired. And I was like, I feel pain, but I'm tired. And then, as I was laying in the ER bed, like, waiting, they did a CT scan. They're like, everything's good. You just got to wait to fart. I legit farted in the er bed and that may have been the greatest fart of my entire life my entire life
0: it's like to be me every fart i have is the greatest part of mine i'm like yeah that was a quality fart (laughs) i
1: understand now yeah now you get it now you get it i get it and so i was there like do you want to stay overnight i'm like no i farted i feel i'm i'm on the path to victory and they're like all right good and so then my surgeon came in, because he's like, why are you here? Why are you here? And I'm like, Uh, oh, I couldn't, like, I wasn't, didn't have any, I couldn't fart, whatever. And he was like, why do you have catheter? Why did they put catheter in you? And I was like, I couldn't pee. And he's like, they let you go home, you can't pee? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. And he's like, hey, don't, I don't get it. They can, they can take it out now. You can pee fine. Wh- and I was what? like, uh, okay. So this nurse comes in. She's like 60 years years old. You can tell she's worked in the ER for like 40 years and nothing phases her. She's just like, looks like you're getting your catheter out. And I'm like, yep. And she had her nails painted. And I was like, oh, yeah, you have cool nails. And she's like, it's the only girly thing I do. (laughs) And then she's like, all right. And she just, you know, gets ready to take it out. And... I was like, is it going to hurt? And she's like, well, I'm not going to give you boxing gloves. And I was like, what's that mean? And she's like, I don't want you to hit me. And I was like, okay. Uh, So they, you know, they give you some lubrication. And I thought like, all right, you know, they're just going to like slip it out.
0: They yank that shit out. They
1: yank it out. She's just like, all right, breathe in. And And I was like, okay.
0: God and, uh, None can... of that I'm so You know what Dear Dear penis <laughs> Don't ever Make me go through that Please
1: Imagine getting a band-aid Ripped off But inside oh. your penis
0: I can't Nope I'm out And so out.
1: I just laid there And she's like You can take a minute or two And I was like I'll take two <laughs> And I just laid there And after about Two to three minutes I was like Alright I think uh, I think we're good Oof and then they're like, if you can't pee in eight hours, you come back. And I was like, oh, I'll pee. And I went home and I peed. And that was the greatest urination I've ever had in my entire life.
0: You came out on the other side doing so well. You were like, you know what? Path to recovery, <laughs> man. Path to recovery. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And so after all that, it's, uh every day's just kind of been a little better, thankfully. And now I'm at the point where... I can walk. I can drive. I can play video games. Can you sing? La 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 (laughs) la la. God
0: damn, he's back, baby. Yeah,
1: I got some. uh, It feels like I've done a lot of sit-ups. Still, it's still kind of sore, but like, it's nowhere near compared to like a week or a week and a half ago. Like, not even close. I'd say another week, and I'm gonna be like, you know, running marathons. Maybe not a marathon, Mm -hmm. but down the block. So yeah, that was my fun journey. Oh yeah, then I went back, and then my uh apparently the last thing they want you to do is have a bowel movement so i had that happen and that was a journey but then the surgeon when i saw him to get my like bandages off and stuff he's like have you had bowel movement and i'm like yeah and he's like thank god we don't call cnn for world's craziest gallbladder surgery (laughs) and i was like oh that makes me feel good
0: (laughs) <laughs> I like your doctor. He's <laughs> just like this old <laughs> Eastern European man. <laughs>
1: and then every time I would bring up his name, they're like, oh, he's always here. He's like a workaholic. And I was like, well, I mean, that's good. He's not bad at what he does. So he was just like, all right, you're good. We put Band-Aid on. You're fine. And I mean, ever since then, I've been getting better every day. And that was well, my fun good. journey. Whew. And it now, sounds
0: like you, you had a journey.
1: It was a journey, and so now I've been reintroducing foods. I can drink coffee again. I've been eating chips and salsa. I actually had a hamburger today, Uh, and I've been fine. Some people are like, I ate a hamburger, and it just didn't sit well. I'm like, I've been eating everything. I'm good.
0: That's because, you know what? That's because you're young.
1: That's true. It might be. That's because
0: you're young, but you're going to get older, Krendor. You're going to get older. Mm -hmm. And as you get older, you're going to start falling apart. Did you know that by age 35, 66% of men... Have started to lose their hair.
1: Oh, no. When that
0: stuff starts going, it's harder to get it back than to keep what you already got. Trust me. I love my hair. I know you do. I know you do. Right now, reach up, touch your head. I'm touching it. Do you feel any hair loss or do you feel luscious locks? I
1: feel luscious locks.
0: You're one of the lucky ones. Right now at home, if you're reaching up and you're feeling some hair loss, then you, my friends, are like me. I'm starting to get up there in age. I'm starting to have a little bald spot in the back of my head. Drives me crazy. If there is anything I could do to fix that thing, I would. There's fourhims.com. forhims.com A one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, for all men. I'm a man. Medical-grade solutions, real doctors offering well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. This isn't an herbal supplement. This isn't some pseudoscience. These are prescriptions backed by science. The real deal. Shit, dude. No waiting room, no awkward doctor visits All done online, forHims.com. Answer a few quick questions Doctor will review it And prescribe you what you need Directly to your door Wow I know I was like, okay Alright, what's the deal with this? Went, I talked with the owners And the co-founders of For uh, hims And like, I, I, I want to know I want to know what they can do for me Because I want to be Like you, I want to have luscious locks that's true. And beautiful skin. I want my skin to sparkle. My skin sparkles all the time. You're, you're like a vampire. I've seen that. Yeah. So here's what's going to happen. They're going to send me some stuff, and I'm going to try it. Oh, and shit. next time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to drop reviews. I'm going to let you know what's, what's up. You're going to become like me. Be Jesus. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think you are either. I feel like none of this is true. Mm. But right now, you can join me on this adventure. For a trial of everything you need to keep your hair going strong, for just five dollars right now. That's what I'm in on. I am gonna try and keep my hair. I already got a little bald spot forming. I'm not. I'm not losing the rest. <laughs> so, see the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy, but uh, not at ForHims.com. So here's what you got to do: ForHims.com. F-O-R-H-I-M-S.com/slash/cox.
1: I'm ready to watch this journey.
0: Join me. I could have beautiful, beautiful hair.
1: Your hair is gonna be like autumn.
0: It it, it will be like autumn. <laughs> it's true. So, um speaking of gas. Right. I had the biggest taco salad on planet Earth today. <laughs> like All right. legitimately the biggest. I feel not well. I <laughs> so today for lunch, it is many hours later. Right. <laughs> And today for lunch, I got a taco salad. And I, it was twice as deep as it was round. (laughs) Like, it was so big. It was the majority beans and meat. And I want to say sprinkles of lettuce. But I just, it was so good. It was so good. And I have made a terrible mistake. I feel bad. Not good. I don't, (laughs) I was walking around the office just like, guys, I don't. I've made a mistake. I've made a terrible mistake. And everyone was just like, just go for a walk. I, it hurt to move. I was like, oh, I just want to go lie down. I know that feel. Oh god, it was bad. It was bad. You know what? Maybe this is this is maybe this is the reason why I deserve to lose my hair. <laughs> just like, I'm not taking care of myself at all. It was rough. I was just like, oh um, yeah. I uh I understand your pain in a real physical sense right now, but <laughs> damn, was it good! Every once in a while, you find a Mexican place that is like real good. Yeah, this place, the chicken at this place. Next time you're in town, I gotta take you. It looks like a place a drug deal would happen in the back of, and probably does. But oh, whatever yeah. they put in that chicken is so good that it it breaks the reality of what chicken should taste like. It is like shredded chicken that tastes. So juicy, it's <laughs> not reasonable how good it is. And you're just like, I, uh, I just want to get it, I just want to <laughs> eat that chicken. And then you eat it, you're like, Why oh, did I eat so much of it? Oh, that was my, my day, has not been a good one. That was hours ago, and I still feel like I just got like punched in the gut a bunch. I'm just <laughs> like, Sounds oh. amazing, though. Oh, at the it's time, like, it was great. Uh,
1: it's one Mexican place by me, I could never find a good one. I found one that makes amazing fajitas. I'm like, oh, my God. So now I just get fajitas all the time.
0: I love fajitas. Fajitas are so good. Like on a yeah. sizzling grill yeah. fajitas. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, like yeah. The, little, the little tray.
1: Yeah. They bring it out. It's like.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And Then you can make your own. I love yeah. that. I've been cooking a lot
1: because turns out, you know, eating out is high in fat and salt and things that irritate everything. So what? I was like, you know what? I what know. Do? So I've legit ate. Uh, let's see. What have I been eating? Graham crackers normal crackers uh okay rice broccoli green beans chicken uh what else have i eaten uh i ate like just that for the longest time Damn. beans black mm-hmm. beans tortillas i love black
0: beans i love black beans yeah. i haven't had bread in my house forever i just have tortillas
1: tortillas are great
0: tortillas and tortillas. anything oh my god i can just make a sandwich with a tortilla and it's like a little burrito but it's a tortilla sandwich
1: well, normally when I wake up, I have two whole wheat pieces of bread and a piece of fruit and coffee. That's my breakfast. Mm. And then for Do you like put anything lunch, anything on
0: the bread or you just have the bread?
1: Uh, I got some. Uh, I got some jelly. I got some jam. It's pretty good. I like that. Uh, and then for lunch, I usually have some like chicken, rice, and broccoli, which is pretty good. And then for dinner, I'll have like uh, the rice, beans, tortillas, some salsa, and chips, and then. Uh, today, I made a hamburger, and yesterday I made a hamburger, but I get the, like, low-fat. It's, like, 90-10, so it's only, like, 10% fat, so it's really lean meat, and uh, that's been really Technically, I think
0: that makes that a steak burger, then.
1: Oh, really? Isn't Maybe, then.
0: Some I don't remember what the actual definition is, but it's, like, more meat than fat content. It's, like, 80-20 is an average hamburger. Like yeah. Like, a steak burger is, like, 6% fat, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, super meaty is the difference. Yeah. All I know like about quality
1: ninety ten and it like like there's not as much fat even when you're cooking it like it doesn't like splatter all over uh but it's still really good and it doesn't irritate anything so I'm like sweet I can eat hamburgers uh so that made me happy and then uh and then I fry up the onions like with the meat and that's kind of like five guys where they like sear the onions and everything it's really good uh and it's cheap I realize how cheap doing all that you can make two burgers for like $2.80.
0: Right, for yeah. For, like, the meat. That's, that's why it makes more sense to not go out. Yeah. yeah,
1: so I've just been cooking at home. It's been fun. It made me want to start up my cooking thing again.
0: Well, I mean, you should. You should do that. I'm going to do it, and it's
1: going to be great.
0: Speaking of going out, um, <laughs> there have been a few, like, bars and things that have opened up near my house. And so I think right. I told you about one that's sort of a breakfast, like a nighttime breakfast bar. Yeah. So another one opened up. And it is, what's the best way to describe it? Like, it's very chic. Like, not a place I'd ever go to again. But I right. was like, you know, I'll go check it out and see what it's like. Um, it had like a coastal theme, like that kind of crap. Yeah. But the, the nightlife was incredible. The people there, oh, Crendor, It was the best people watching. <laughs> so, of course, as always, I'm like, well, I'm going to go to this bar and just hang out with friends, and experience it. But apparently this bar is, I'm going to say like the white person equivalent of those Japanese hostess bars, Mm. I Mm -hmm. think is what this was. I think. I can't be certain. (laughs) But I think that's what. what. So we're sitting around. We're having some drinks. We're like at the bar. uh, And I notice, I look around the room, and I'm not even joking. Every woman there had to have been maybe 22, 23, young 20s. Right. Dressed very scantily. Like, you know, nightlife dress. Yeah. Not like wearing lingerie dress. But, you know, like. Yeah. And everyone they were talking and flirting with, maybe 60-year-old men. Everyone in this bar was like 60 or 70 years old. And I was like, what? Like, all we were the youngest guys there. And I was like, "Something's not right here. This is weird." And so <laughs> we start looking around, and I think, I think that's what this was. I think this like was a bar where old guys go to flirt with young the sugar women. Sugar daddy bar. I think. Also, oh my god, someone has sent us a sugar daddy story. I have to find that for you. <laughs> I'll uh, let me. I'll find that while I talk about this. So literally, right. like, I start. I start. <laughs> I start like walking around and talking to people. Because I'm like, I need to, I need to ask, but not like be like, yo, is this a bar where old men just hit on young women? And like, (laughs) how is this legal? (laughs) So I was talking with this one girl and I was like, um, do you work here? And she's like, no, no, no. But this is like where I hang out on uh, Saturday nights. And I was like, you, you hang out here? Like, it's like, yeah, all my girlfriends and I come out here. I'm like, why? It seems a little like, I don't know, not your scene. And she's like, oh, this is totally my scene. And I, Right then I was like mm, "Yeah, Okay <laughs> She's like this is totally my scene And I was like really really because you seem like you'd be up Towards Hollywood and this is Down near Venice and it seems very much like Not where you know You seem like you'd be at a yeah. ho- West Hollywood party And she's like oh that's every other day of the week I'm like what? She's <laughs> like yeah 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 I go, I go to different bars and sort of like host And I was like what? She's like yeah 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 yeah. This is one of the locations and you know We all come down here and we like, chill out with these guys, and they buy us drinks and stuff, and we, like, talk to them. And then, you know, other nights of the week, we go to other bars. like, whoa, time out. What? What? I was like, what? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like my job, but also I'm in school. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she brings over her friend. And her friend, uh, I think, had to have been a little older because she said she was out of school. But she, yeah. I guess they met through this, and this is the thing, that they have, they have an agency for this. What? She was telling me that they have an agency. And the agency, like hires on attractive women to basically go around to bars in the LA area and just flirt. But what? Because, but like it's their job? And so she's like, "Yeah, you know, we're not supposed to go home with anyone, but sometimes, you know." And I'm just like, "I don't I don't know. What are you saying to me? <laughs> like are you paid flirters? Is there like an underground flirt society I'm not aware of?" And she's like, "Yeah, I mean, kind of like that." And This one girl, and I wish I could remember her name. I think it was, like, Amy, Amber, Ashley. Started with an A. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, wait, so you get paid to do this? And she's like, well, you know, it's kind of like Waitress, where you don't get paid a lot of money, but you get paid in the tips and things the men give you. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, wait, so you're kind of like Sugar Babies? And she's like, no, 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 no. We don't, like, have one guy. There's a lot of guys, and they just want to have the company for the night. And I'm just like, I can't. I'm, I, I was like what What are you talking about And I asked because I was like so wait this, If this is your job what did you do before this and She's like oh I was a history teacher I laughed so hard I was like oh really Alright well then I guess we both Sold out <laughs> I was like, And so um, They just like Go from bar I guess they go from bar To bar to bar and every night is like, I don't know how it works I don't know if there's A set bars they go to because we, I didn't get that far into it, because yeah, at yeah. some point, some dude who I think was probably, like, a rich millionaire walked up and was like, Could I borrow her for a moment? And, like, took one of the women away, and I was like, alright, I'm gonna leave you guys. Have fun. <laughs> and then I went back over to my friends and started talking to them, and it's was like, what the fuck is this place? But, um, straight up, it's just like, I think they either, one, they have a set list of bars they go to, and they show up at each one and just flirt with people. Or, two... They're hired out to bars, and then they go to those bars to make it seem like that's a cool, hip place to be. Because this bar just opened, so what I'm thinking is the owners literally contacted this agency and was like, "Fill our bar with attractive women."
1: Yeah, that seems like it makes the most sense. I was trying to put that together. Like, why? Why? Who's like? Who's paying them, and how are they making the money?
0: Yeah, I think that might might be it. And then they all show up at the bar, and because the clientele did not, it seemed like you know when you see. On a TV show, the old scummy dudes at, like, a bar, and they're just like, hey, give me another beer, Steve. That's what it seemed like, except they were trying to go for, like, high-class bar. And so it was a bunch of, again, really attractive women, and then just, like, old dudes who were just, I don't know. Either they were rich or they dressed up because they were like, there's hot girls there. So It was weird. It was weird. It was definitely a place I'd never go back to, so I don't, it did not seem (laughs) like it was a young kid hangout. Which, for me to say, I think sounds really weird. Young yeah. kid hang out. But it was a place that like wasn't, you know, hip or cool or whatever. It just was weird. And I'm now curious if I go to Hollywood, if I would like see them out and be like, oh, I know you.
1: It's like an odd step next to the like a Hooters or a Tilted Kilt or a yes. Twin Peaks or all those places.
0: Absolutely. It's I think it's very similar, except she just like I don't know. I don't know. If I had to guess, I would say of the 20 or so women that were in this bar, 15 were paid to be there. Yeah. Which is just bonkers to me. I I want to know more. I'm fascinated by stuff like this because it seems so genius to be like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay people to come to my bar, but it also seems really dumb that you would have to do like I just I don't <laughs> know. I have so many questions and I received no answers. I just got like little snippets of information and I would love to know more.
1: Gotta be somebody that knows
0: something. Right? I just, how bizarre was that? It was a weird experience. All right, I found the article. Okay. So uh, here's the article. This is CBS News. This really happened. I think Mm -hmm. this is amazing. 73 year old sugar daddy banned from Florida Beach for seeking sugar baby. (laughs) Wearing a t shirt that said accepting application for the, the letter or the number four. A. Sugar Baby Daytona Beach, Florida A 73 year old man is banned from a Florida beach After a parent complained that he was handing out business cards That read Sugar Daddy seeking <laughs> sugar baby <laughs> While police did not arrest Richard Basa, Basar, Basaraba Sure The county beach safety captain Tammy Maris Said he'd been told to stay off the beach And walkovers for six months For violating an ordinance that prohibits listening on the beach Basaraba told the Daytona Beach News Journal he's devastated by what he considers an overreaction by officials. He said he wasn't trying to entice young girls into doing anything illegal when he handed business cards out to a group of girls on Daytona Beach on Saturday. But the mother of a 16-year-old complained to authorities after her daughter told the mother about the incident. The girl told officials that a man handed her 18-year-old friend a business card while they were at the beach. It featured a picture of a younger woman Sitting on the lap of an older man Wearing a business suit Printed on the card were his email address and accompanying text Ask me about your monthly allowance (laughs) Basaraba told the newspaper He wished he'd been more careful In handing out the cards He didn't know anyone was under 18 A Beach Patrol report says Basaraba told the 16 year old That she should contact him When she's 18 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the ban is a trespass order, Ameris said someone who violates such an order can be arrested for trespassing. Basaraba wasn't arrested because police didn't see him handing out the business cards. I'm really upset about it, he said. This really knocked me for a loop. He recently bought a t-shirt that reads accepting applications for a sugar baby, which also proved to be a conversation starter, he said. I've had women stop me and say, I want to take a picture with you in this shirt. They want put him on Facebook. He said 95% of the women just found it hilarious. Maybe the younger ones didn't as much as the older ones did. The retired engineer says he's embarrassed and would like to apologize to the teenager and the mother. I engaged the younger girl before I knew she was 16 because of her bus size, he said. (laughs) I did make the mistake of saying, you're the cutest one here. Call me when you're 18. He said his wife died in 2003 and he's never remarried. And he and his daughter and granddaughter live in town. I read in the paper about men having sex with underage women and their life is gone. I can show you my bank account. I don't have any assets. I don't have money. I just have enough to live. I don't have the money for a sugar baby. He says. Then why did he? Yeah. Okay, I'm so confused. All right, I just like the idea that there's some guy in Florida like, <laughs> yo, hey, <laughs> <laughs> ladies, <laughs> good for him. How would you like to be with me? How would you like to, you know, uh, have a sugar daddy? <laughs> I it's love great. it. All right. Well, uh, man, I think... you. Know, oh, you know what? Before we jump into news. Right. I promised you this, and I said I would do it. Okay. I went online, set up my my Oculus Rift, got my VR set up. Oh, yeah. I was ready to watch Nicolas Cage in the Humanity Bureau. Right. It did not work. I couldn't get it to work. What? I know. I'm going to try again, but uh, I, I don't know what it is because... Apparently it I went online to go see the reviews and ratings and people are saying that there's an option for a $3 version but I don't, I don't know if I don't know what I'm getting. I feel like I need to look. I need to go online and find this out. I'll pay yeah, for whatever I need to pay for. But people are saying that there's a paid version and an unpaid version and there's like one version that is finished, and one version that doesn't seem like it's actually real, and one version that's only 45 seconds. I don't know. I don't know what they've created, but I'm more interested than ever to see what this is.
1: And it says, join the VR evolution. Like This is supposed to be groundbreaking.
0: This says, one review says, content made absolutely no sense. The preview told me extremely little about the movie. The VR content just isn't there. I don't know what they wanted me to see in this movie. <laughs> I, I love it. That's the thing.
1: People are like, I don't
0: even know what this movie is.
1: <laughs> That's, I just want to see Nicolas Cage in VR.
0: Yeah, I want to be in Nicolas Cage's car. Like, there's a scene where him driving in a car. I want to be in the car with Nick Cage, and I want to look over and be like, Nick, get us out of here, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue.
1: Damn. I want to try to get this. Wait, will it work on a Vive? No, it, it says
0: it only works on the Oculus.
1: Damn. My dreams are ruined.
0: Yeah, I don't know. All right, well, I think it is time for us to do what we always do, and that's talk about me undies real quick.
1: All right, talk about that me undies. I'm up here in the sky.
0: No, that's later. That's you can't be in the ChopterCopter until we get to the ChopterCopter.
1: Oh, sorry, I'm out of it.
0: You're so out of it. It's those damn I'm drugs. Out of it, man. <laughs> so out of it, man. I can't even see, <laughs> man. No, me undies. You know I'm a believer in the product. Crendor wears me undies. They are the perfect balance of comfortable fit and sweet caress on your butt. That is, It's the truth. It's the truth. That's the truth. What can I even say? They have micromodal fabrics. I don't even know what any of this means. I'm just literally. It's soft. It's soft. It is just the softest. Sustainably sourced, natural soft fibers beach starts with beechwood trees and ends with the most amazing fabric you've ever experienced. They have in front of us right now, we have a script they gave us to read you. I'm not going to read this script. I'm not going to read it. I'm going to let you know. It is the best you will put on your body. Everyone who has bought them and been like, I figured I'd try it, has loved it. Everyone. We've seen tweets and people be like, yo, this is the dopest. I'm telling you. They got Crendor brand, which is like gray and normal and boring.
1: It's true. I need to buy some more, actually. I was going to buy more really soon.
0: And then they have a crazier, like, oh, this is hot pink. And then they have Jesse style, which is just, I have one, it's pizzas. It's little pizzas. <laughs> I have one, it's uh, like Mexican sort of Dio de los Muertos mask. Like, it's so good. Oh, man. I have the best one of mine, Glows in the Dark. So call Whoa. me if you want to see them. <laughs> 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 I love them. They're so good. There's, there's tons of variety. And you can either subscribe and get one sent to you every month, or you can just buy one or two or whatever you want. I'm telling you, it is worth it. It is definitely worth it. They are the only underwear that I wear now, and I love them to death.
1: I've never seen somebody not like them.
0: That's what I'm saying. And also, yo, if you like them, tweet at MeUndies when you tweet at us. Because people keep tweeting at us like, yeah, I bought them, and they're great. Tweet at MeUndies, let them know. We want more of that MeUndies money, man. We'll take it will take it. We'll or take MeUndies.
1: It. They can yeah. pay me in me undies.
0: They could. I, I want more. I'm going to let yeah. you know. I have a drawer filled with them. It is a problem that I have. I have enough. I could literally go, I think, two weeks. Damn. And not have to wash any underwear. That's I have. a point have.
1: after like four or five days, because I only got like four or five pairs, and it hits a point where I'm like, well, now I got the other underwear, and I don't want to wear that. And then I just put them back on.
0: Yeah. I have no other. I do not have any other underwear. It doesn't exist. I only have MeUndies. I have... I think 14 pairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I have an issue. I have an issue. I have a problem. It doesn't matter. I love them. <laughs> I think they're great. Right now, if you go to meundies.com slash crendor, that's me. You can get 20% off your first pair, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. They're so sure you're going to love it. 100% satisfaction. If you hate it, which you will not, they'll give you your money back. It's a no brainer, y'all. It's a no-brainer. These things, if you're a man, if you're a woman, doesn't matter. If you're, if you are literally looking for underwear for your animal, your pet animal, if you want to put underwear on a cat, this, this, your cat would appreciate it. They'll love it. Yeah, it I doesn't guarantee. matter who you are. These will just be the best you've ever experienced. It's like you're wearing nothing. It's, it I, right now I have them on. Had I not thought, hmm, I wonder if I have underwear on right now. <laughs> I would I would not think I did.
1: I'd go as far to say it's better than nothing.
0: It really is. It it's they're they're so comfortable. I can't even stress it enough. meandiescom slash crendor. You need to go there.
1: Meandies.com slash crendor. Meandies.com slash crendor. meandiescom slash crendor.
0: All right. Well let's go to choppy copycap with, with crendor. Crendor, how's that traffic out
1: there? I'm up here in the chat, bop map bop bopity bop, and it is crazy. There is traffic everywhere. They are getting excited that we got daylight coming back. That's right. Only one more week until that daylight savings time is kicking up. We're going to be saving that daylight. Everybody's enjoying it. The days are longer. Uh, and they're just getting outside more. They're going to the beach. They're going to Ikea. They're going to buy groceries at the at the market. It, they're going to haggle at the bazaar. It is bazaar out there, folks. Uh, be safe. And have fun.
0: Thanks, Crendor. Now let's go over to Crendor at the Weather Desk. Crendor, how's that weather?
1: Weather desk is actually insane. Is it? Uh I don't know. I haven't looked up anywhere yet. How
0: are you gonna talk about the no the Nor'easter? The Nor'easter's coming, it's gonna be terrible trouble.
1: The Nor'easter?
0: Ah, the no- the old Nor'easter.
1: A Northeaster. A storm or a wind blowing from the northeast, especially in New England. Whoa. I didn't know that was a thing.
0: Yeah, I don't make this stuff up. I just make up the accents.
1: Let's see. Nor'easter. As cleanup from Friday's ferocious Nor'easter continues, we are tracking the development of a second Nor'easter. Oh, shit. Uh, set to impact the, De- impact the Delaware Valley within a week's time. The time frame of concern is Tuesday night, Wednesday into Wednesday night as an area of low pressure moves up from the eastern seaboard and strengthens offshore. Rain changing to wet snow, accumulating snow likely, wind threat not as widespread. So it's just rain turning to snow, which is probably ice below that. At this point, the damaging wind threat appears less widespread. Uh, The concern, however, for the downing and uprooting of trees remains present due to the damage and weakening from Friday's winds, as well as saturated ground. Accumulating shovelable snow is looking increasingly likely with the possibility of the high totals occurring east of the i 95 Precipitation is set to start as rain for most and transition to a wet snow that could again be heavy at times as colder air wraps in around the back of the system. Models are still in disagreement on the timing of the transition and duration of the rain versus snow. Damn, that nor'easter. That's the weather.
0: There you go. All right. Let's talk sports. Sports. Uh, We got a lot of
1: sports stuff happening right now, actually. Uh, NBA, NHL are kicking in the high gear. The seasons are ending. They only got like one month left each before the playoffs hit. Uh, And in baseball, spring training starting again. Uh, Everybody's getting going in baseball. They've got the catchers and the pitchers reporting in. you got some games going on where it's warm. Uh, And then they're going to start up in about three and a half weeks. They start the first game opening day for baseball. Uh, I always like that because I like having baseball on in the background whenever I do anything. It's a good background uh, sport. Uh, and then football. Uh, the NFL draft is next month. Getting ready to draft
0: some NFL future yeah. Hall of Fame. There, there's one. I, I was watching. There's one draft. Uh, dra- there's one draft. There's one draftee. <laughs> I don't know. What do you call someone in the draft? <laughs> right. he, he only has one arm. I watched him do like 20, 200. 25 pound oh, yeah, pushups or whatever. I saw that guy. Holy it was crazy. crap! Way to make everyone feel in- insecure about themselves. That guy <laughs> was like killing it.
1: Yeah, I draft that guy. He's got like robot limbs.
0: Yeah, man. And that's as we've always said. That is what we need in yes, sports. More that's robot the future. Robot violence in sports. Make it happen. Yeah,
1: because I mean, people are like, "Oh, it might be unfair." It's like that's the point. Yeah, I want to go to a, a sports game. I want to see robot Ricky. Hit, like, an 800-foot home run. Like, oh, my God, he hit it,
0: like, two miles away. Hell, yes. I want that more than you know. I want to see, see a robot rip another robot's head right off.
1: Yes. Oh, and my then God. Score,
0: and then score a touchdown with his own head. The ball is the enemy's head. Oh,
1: my God. I just realized. Did you see that they're going to be bringing back the, the XFL? XFL? <laughs>
0: yes. You know what? If they try to make it like something stupid, like this is the real football where people don't take a knee, I'm out. But if they come back and they're like, this is going to be dudes sh- shooting off rockets and stuff <laughs> like the old XFL was trying to be at the beginning, yeah, I want that. I'm in. I'm in for that. If they make it ridiculous, I'm in. If yeah. they make it the wrestling of football, I'm in.
1: I'm ready for it. I think they can make it crazy, and I hope it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I hope it's crazy, too. If they, if they want to make it as extreme as the XFL really is, they need to have robots. <laughs> start start with, like, lame robots like the Osimo and things like that and have them try to score touchdowns. Get that one pack mule robot that he can't get knocked over and see if some, <laughs> see if another robot can tackle it. Get all the robots. Get those power robots that have, like, blades on them that they, they fight in competition. Uh, yeah. Bring those guys in. I want to see it. <laughs> I'd love that. That'd be amazing. I'd love that, too. Oh, yeah. Did you watch the Olympics? I did. Mostly I watched curling because that's the best. Oh, my God. I loved
1: curling. I learned so much about curling.
0: I love curling. That is my favorite sport. God bless Canada.
1: If I would ever do Olympics, I would do curling. No doubt. I,
0: watching, So when you watch people do curling, you're like, oh, well, that seems pretty easy. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, broom the ice. And you, one guy sort of flows with a giant... Whatever the hell that thing is, the rock. Uh, yeah, the rock. Whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. the rock. But then when you watch people who don't know how to do it try to do it, they're terrible at it, and you're like, yeah. oh, these are actually real sportsmen. <laughs>
1: yeah, that shit's crazy. It's like, and then they always yell because they gotta sweep, but they're like, Don't sweep, don't sweep, 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 sweep. And they're just like, yeah. Oh my god, it's great. And, and then I, love I that.
0: and then I fell in love with the uh, South Korean curling team. The South oh, Korean yeah, girls the, curling. The
1: girl with the glasses.
0: Oh my God! All of them <laughs> beauties. Just, I was just like, "You have stolen my heart, South Korea."
1: <laughs> yeah, I was cheering for South Korea too, and then they lost. They, did they still but got they silver.
0: With, yeah, they got silver, and yeah. no one expected them to get that far. So good on them.
1: Yeah, that was great. And yep. then, uh, what else? They had all the typicals. So there's the snowboarding. That was pretty cool.
0: Watching the. Was it Sean White? Probably. Yeah, I think Sean it was Sean White. White. Someone on the uh, men's either snowboarding or skiing team did so well their first run, their second run, they just goofed off. And I was like, <laughs> I wish I was that good at something. But the first time I nailed it so bad that, like, from that point on, I could just goof off because I knew I'd already won. Mm-hmm. I, wish, I wish I had that talent, <laughs> that latent talent just be so good. The second time, eh, you know what? I'm going to try some crazy stuff. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I loved it. I love the. I like the Winter Olympics. I like more than the Summer Olympics. I think there's just more crazy stuff. Uh, Like Summer Olympics is all right, but it's like they're like oh we got track and field, but it's like they got like speed skating and this.
0: Yeah, yeah I think because you have to get more around. creative because of the cold, right? So you, you, yeah. you can't just like just run and or play a sport. You have to get creative with your sport. Like it's yeah. a, oh, it's definitely running, but on skates.
1: Yeah, or they're like here's the bob sled, and then they're like here's the single person sled where it's like uh, they're laying back, and then they're like all right now they got like face forward, and it's like oh shit, it's oh, yeah. like darting down. Uh, it was crazy. I loved it. I just always had the Olympics on when I was trying to recover. And I was like, thank God, because it's like there's always something happening. There's the ski people, there's cross country. Just watch, even just watching cross country, there's like, dun, 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 and then they stop and then they like, try to shoot the targets with the gun. And they're just like, got to adjust to the wind, got to adjust to the wind. Oh, and he missed it. He missed it. <laughs> then he had like skate the lap, and he's like, uh, and then they get like halfway through and they're like ready to die and they just got to keep going. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating to watch.
1: So I can't wait. And then uh, the next Olympics for the winters in China. And then the Summer Olympics is Japan. That's going to be crazy.
0: Eventually we get one in L.A., but going back. Oh, yeah. The Japanese, you see the Japanese Olympic mascots?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: So Japan had six, they they let the children of Japan choose between six mascots. Um, really? Three male mascots, three female mascots, and then, and they were like in pairs. So one was like a future tech mascot that looked kind of dumb. One was this really cute chibi pair. And they were, like, two little bears, and they were very, very cute. And one was sort of, like, an in-between. It was, like, just a cute little nothing mascot. Yeah. And the children of Japan, rather than choose the super cute ones that everyone I saw online being like, they're so cute, they chose a the like, weird future tech robot ones. <laughs> and so now Japan's mascots for the next Olympics are, like, the most bizarre-looking... Animorphs I'm just like I can't <laughs> Oh my
1: god Those are They look like Pokemon From the new generation
0: Yeah yeah So so the three of them There's 2020 Olympic mascots And so The first set One's blue One's pink And they sort of look like Weird Future square people Yeah And the next one They look like Pokemon mm. Literally just Pokemon And the next one are like a cat And a bear And they're sort of like Painted up pretty cool And they look sort of Chibi Right Yeah the, those are the ones everyone loved. Everyone was like, oh my god, those are amazing. The Pokemon ones, everyone was yeah. like, meh. The ones the children of Japan voted on were the ones that have like squares all over them.
1: Yeah, they should have picked the raccoon-looking bears.
0: The raccoon looks awesome. Yeah, that bear guy. Yeah. He's so cool-looking. But, uh, you know. Damn it, kids. Whatever. Damn kids.
1: why they let the kids choose? Their brains aren't even developed yet. Oh, well. School
0: children. School children <laughs> chose poorly. You chose yeah. poorly, school children.
1: You chose poorly. But... It'll still be cool seeing the Olympics there because they're gonna do crazy shit.
0: Yeah, I can't uh, wait. I can't wait for Mario to show up and be uh, like, "Yeah, it's me, Olympic Mario." <laughs> I can't wait. Actually, we'd hear we'd hear Japanese Mario.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my oh, god! <laughs> Mario, <laughs> I
0: can't uh, wait. I would if I. I always wanted to go to Japan. I'd go during the Olympics.
1: Yeah. Twenty twenty. That's what perfect. Uh, it's two years, years
0: away. To your, I'll hopefully, fingers crossed, still be alive then. Ooh, yeah. Knock on wood. Let's do it. I'd love to go.
1: Yeah, I don't got to worry about gallstones anymore. I'm full, <laughs>
0: full I am I'm ain't got no room head. for those things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, with gallstones. That was sports. By the way, with <laughs> gallstones. Uh, they said where your gallbladder used to be, there's a little nubby thing like uh, where they clip it off. And they said your stomach uh, will actually push the bile up into there, and it forms a new mini gallbladder to help hold bile.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, it's like your body evolves. Kind of like how like, chameleons and lizards lose their tail and it grows back or something.
0: All right. Well, what's our big news story of the day?
1: Pilot diverts plane after a passenger refused to stop farting. Okay. Uh, imagine being in a confined space huddled up close with tons of people only for the urge to fart to fart to reappear again and again unsurprisingly, people are getting pissed off. If you were identified as the culprit, you'd probably apologize. Maybe even insist it was beyond your control and try to sort it out in the bathroom. Well, not only was a bloke on a passenger plane unconcerned by people's protests, he actively refused to stop. A Transavia Airlines flight from Dubai. I'm sorry, what? Transavia.
0: uh, Sure, Transavia, yeah.
1: Transavia Airlines flight from Dubai to Amsterdam had to make an unscheduled stop in Vienna to offload the guy. Two Dutchmen who were sat next to him reportedly asked him to stop, and when he didn't, they contacted the cabin crew. The pilot even
0: got... I love how they're very... Two Dutchmen were sitting next to him and were like, please stop.
1: Can you please stop, Farthing? (laughs) No, I ain't gonna stop. (laughs) I can't
0: stop. Do you think he couldn't stop? Or do you think he... uh, uh, Sure, okay.
1: I think he probably could have, but he hit a point out of spite. Or he was just spite farting. Sure. The pilot even got involved, issuing a directive to the man to cease farting. When he did no such thing, a fight broke out and the plane had to make a quick landing. Austrian police boarded the plane to escort the guy out, probably to everyone's relief. There are some people out there who get an absolute kick out of seeing people recoil and disgust when they smell their farts. While well, one or two can be funny, repeated gas, on a plane no less, must surely be awful. Do you think... <laughs> <laughs> but why? Why was he farting? Let's see, two women in the same row as him were also kicked off, with passenger Nora Lakab telling De Telegraph, the strange thing is that we also had to leave the aircraft while well, we did not know these guys at all. We happened to be in the same row, but did not do anything to justify the bizarre behavior of the Transavia crew. But a spokesperson for the airline told the newspaper the women were misbehaving and hurling verbal abuse. That is unacceptable. Our crew must ensure a safe flight. Our people are trained for that. They know very well where the boundaries are, etc., etc. How about you? Have you ever experienced any crazy stuff on a plane? Blah, 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 blah.
0: I just love the idea that a dude couldn't stop farting. There's got to, I mean, how old was this guy?
1: They don't say. Again, they don't answer the hard-hitting questions. Maybe he was
0: know. like an elderly gentleman who just had bowel issues. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Sure. If you had gallbladder surgery. Right. And you had lots of gas. And then you went on mm-hmm. a plane. And you kept farting. Would you apologize for it? I mean, at that point. I'd or would be... you be like, deal with it. I have not farted this good. Maybe that guy. Maybe this was like, I can't fart unless I am. 30,000 feet up in the air.
1: But even then, he should have just communicate and be like, listen, man, I haven't farted in like four days. This is like, I just, I gotta do it.
0: I got gas. Or do you think he yeah. did it on purpose? Like, he was like, I don't care, I'm farting. And then when they <laughs> yelled at him, he was like, I'm gonna fart some more.
1: Deal with yeah, I think, I think he is just that person. He reminds me of somebody in League of Legends. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's They're the League of like... Legends
0: player of farting. Yeah. Where you're just like,
1: uh, somebody's, like, going to troll, and they're just like, and then you're like, hey, idiot, stop trolling. And they're like, well, I'm going to troll even harder now. Like that guy.
0: That's quite a possibility. We just don't know. The story didn't tell us anything. Like all news stories these days, nothing was told. Yeah. We learned nothing.
1: We never get the hard-hitting facts. Never. We never get the hard-hitting facts. Never. And it's sad.
0: breaks my heart every time. time. Every time. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure, if you're on iTunes, to give us five stars. Give us a review. We love you so much when you do that. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, thumbs up, favorite, yeah. like, share. We have two YouTube channels, one for the animation, one for the podcast.
1: YouTube.com slash Cox and crendor for animations. YouTube.com slash Cox and crendor podcast, all in word for the podcast. You can go to iTunes. You can go to SoundCloud.
0: You can go anywhere this, this, this show's going. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll be in more places in the future. But that's it for us to be continued.